say, oh. It's all about you, not about God. This morning, can you just go ahead and talk to God and Lord, save me from myself. Self is killing many of us. I'll keep chasing after you. I'll keep chasing after you. I'll keep chasing after, chasing after, till I look like you. I'll keep chasing after you. I'll keep chasing after you. Don't save me from myself this morning. Save me from pride. Save me from heaven of my own will. this morning save me from myself save me from myself you are not the owner of that life why not leave it for the owner to do it the way you want To be lost in you is my 
for you alone. Help my guests to be only you. Help you to be my only focus. I want to make you my only focus to the end of the day. That is when my ministry should start. 
for everybody that wants to set a good record after we leave, it begins from now. Jesus started his ministry at the age of what? 12. When he was in the temple doing what? Teaching. And as at that age, I know what many of us will be thinking by then is that uh -uh, this is theory for me to play with sand. Am I communicating? That is the age that many of us will feel like ah, this is the best age for me that I can see enjoying myself. Let us share that your mommy. Let us do a uh, sort of childish play. But Jesus Christ knew that he has a limited time to fulfill his purpose on earth. And that was when he began to, to, to teach. His ministry started from there. You see, when we are talking about what you will be remembered for, that is a legacy. That is your word, your legacy. You see, every day in our life, is either you are having a history, a good history to this generation, or you are having bad things to this generation. For every of our life, something is pinning it down the way you live your life. The legacy in which you want to be remembered for begins from now. And the way you live your life daily, you are preparing a record already to the history that the next generation will come to meet. Many of us will feel like I still have a long way to go. There's still, there's still years for me to live. Yes, there is. But what are you doing now? I was why the Holy Spirit was ministering to me. I just I just heard something that I said, even after our generation will pass, even in this genet, present generation, are you a liability to this? generation or you are adding value to this generation? Is it that you are part of those that those that are serious in this generation they are still praying for? For this generation to get it right? Esma, Esma, what we are setting in this present generation is what the next generation is still coming back to it. Gradually, there is a decay in the way the generation is passing away. You cannot compare the way our fathers back then were firing for God with the way people are firing for God now. And the generations of Babalola likes like them like that, they are what many of us are still building on today. But brethren seated here, when you are living, are you sure the next generation can build on what you have laid down? This is a personal question to every one of us. Whether you like it or not, what you have set down now is what your children is still coming to lay on. If you are a lion, you cannot give birth to a goat. It's not possible. And if you are a goat, you cannot give it to a lion. So every step you are taking today is as a result of what you are building for your next generation. So check yourself this morning. The way you have been living your life, is it the one that is pleasing to God? Or is it even the one that is so reckless that your next generation cannot come and say, this is the foundation our father and mother has built on. Let us build on it. The Bible says, if the foundation is destroyed, what can the world, the righteous do? Many of us will go, my generation was not so far. Next generation was not so far. Are you not already suffering there? What you are putting down, 
Is it the one that when they come, they will not start out, they will not have to go back to God and say, God, please correct our foundation so we can build on it. And after you have gone, what will you be remembered for? Will your legacy be the one that even when they pen it down, people can build on it? Many of us we can we can shout, hey, Ketrikuma, Benihin, this and this, that and that. If those people have not lived their life to a particular point in Christ, can you study their pattern today? Fine, you are, you've learned about Catherine Puma, you've learned about all these great heroes in Christ, great generals. But your own life, can it also be penned down so that when you are grown, some people can build on it? Let me tell you something. You see, legacy, that is what you are living is like a path of fragrance. It's not until you meet somebody before their life is their life bless you. Do you get that? Legacy is like perfume or fragrance. Some of these Ketrikuma that has blessed many of us today, have we met them before? No. So it's not until people meet you before yeah, your life can bless them. So even after you have gone, your good work will be the one to speak for you when you are not there. Your good work will be that this is a great pattern that we can build on. Christ has set the pattern. Then the disciples, what did they do? They followed the pattern. And Paul said, follow me as I do it, as I follow Christ. Let's go to the Bible so it will not just be as if I'm just speaking the book of Luke. Okay, 1 John chapter 2, verse 17. 1 John 2, verse 17. If you are there, you can read for us. The Bible says, The word and the desire has passed away. But the man who does the will of God liveth forever. Is that Bible promising us that will not die again? Is that the promise that will not die? Eh? Answer now. We will. But that man which has done the will of the Father will live forever. Paul is not here today, but his name is still standing as if he's in our midst. A time we go, the time we come whereby you've left already. But the legacy you left will look as if you are still in the present world. So ask yourself this morning, what am I building that this next generation will build on? What foundation am I laying that in years to come, even when generations, generations, generations to come, they will still remember what I did. See, when we are talking about legacy, legacy is not about the credit they will give to you. But what you have did, your obedience to God, what God has used you to do. When we are talking about legacy, it's not just for us to be praising Ketrikuma, oh, she fired for God. But what God has used you to set down for others to follow. And the way this begins, the way you set your legacy is a growing process. It's a growing process. The disciples not just in one day they decided to live for Christ all the way of their life. There were years they used to sit at the feet of the master to learn. After Christ has called each and every one of them, there were days that they did not depart from his presence to learn. And when he was living, after he has left, then they went to do what? To gather themselves somewhere. They were ready to launch out. 
and they prayed. So for you to leave a legacy, you must be able to sit at that place of grooming. You must be ready to do what? To learn at the feet of the master. Christ is not here, but his word is with us. I don't know how a Christian can grow without the word of God. Many of us have spawned so much habits that all we do is probably we have to struggle to carry our Bible this morning. We just read, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in great passion. Then we'll close the Bible, then we'll move. We are not growing. You are not growing at all. Like I was praying the other time, I said something. Self-denial is very important. Self-denial. If you don't deny yourself or some things, there is no way you can set a generation, a foundation for your generation to build up. The Bible says, if any man would follow me, let him do what? Let him deny himself first. Then follow his, carry his word, cross. If you cannot deny yourself of some things, there's no way you can follow Christ. If you cannot deny of yourself, if you cannot deny yourself of those fashion lives that they are living out there in the world, there's no way you can follow Christ. Many of us, our hands are so tight that we are not ready to let go of some things. The Bible says you cannot serve, you cannot serve two masters. Yes or no? Then many of us want to dilute it. I call I call that model salvation. You will steal from the world, but you still want to come back to Christ. Impossible. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me share a story with us. I think I have a few minutes left. There is a man. He, he, he met three young guys playing. Young boys, they were playing. Then he came to them and he said, I want you guys to run the race. I want you guys to, to run the race and the only thing that can make you become a winner in this race is when your steps are straight. Then the man said, I will go to the other side of the field and wait for you there. And while the man was going straight, let's say to the other side there, he stood there and waited for the three boys to run. Then he said, on your mark, get set, go. Then they began to run. The first boy, while he was running, all he was looking at was his step. Like, let me check my step. So it will be straight with that of the master that sent him around. And the second one, while he was running, his focus was around those that were standing to impress them that he's running. And the third guy, all he was looking at was who? The master. Then he was running. And at the end of the day, when they would come to check their steps, that one that was doing like this, that was doing like this, to check if his steps are straight, at the end of the day, it's loose, comma, comma. But that one which his focus was in, when they would check his steps, they were what? Very strict. What is your case this morning? Who are you focusing on this morning? Until my holy case is you, spirits keep brooding over me till I look more like you. Until my holy case is you. Spirit, 
You cannot please God if He is not the center of everything. center of it all, you are the one I'm saying. Can we come to that level in our life that if it is not Christ, it is nothing. Many of us, we are this Sunday school this morning. If all that we want to preach is not Christ, then it is nothing. That is where you're safe. Safe. That is where it comes in. You need to beat this flesh to the subject of the things of God. I was sharing with the deputies like guess during the week and I said something. I said there is difference between humility and brokenness. Humility is when you come in conscious of yourself that oh I need to bow, this is respect, okay, I need to do this and that. But brokenness has to do with you coming to the end of yourself. Like, if it's not Christ, it's not me. What are the distractions on your ways this morning? Can you come to that consciousness that all I will see is Christ himself? The Bible says, looking up to who? Jesus. The author and finisher of our world. Of our faith. There's no way you can say you want to run the race for Christ. And your gaze is not on him. Let me make this scenario as a result of our team for the No, we say what? The rising armies. No army will ever go without instructions from who? From the commander. All they are ready to listen to is who? The commander. If the commander says fire, you fire. If he says retreat, you do what? You retreat. But as a result of your own self, you work for Christ only when it is easy for you. You do things only at your own convenience. And you say you are setting a, a, a foundation for the generation to come. I'm sorry to say that is the worst foundation that they will ever build on. Many of us, all we know is party. That is why many will die. And at the end of the day, they come to say their testimony. They say, ah, yeah, I did low party go. That is what they can say when they leave. for keeping you standing. Thank you. God bless you. Hallelujah. Many will go and they will say Abba Eden, no woe. Brothers and sisters, when you are living, the legacy that you will leave behind is it the one that will add value to the generation or the one that will be as a liability to the generation? Many have left this world correctly, but yet they are still trying to correct their ways. Because what they have built down, people cannot follow it. Let's look at the life of Paul. If what Paul did all through his life, is let us go to party, let us go to club, let us buy car, let us enjoy. Brothers and sisters, will joy will Paul be part of those people we are looking up to today? Answer. True. But Paul left word, words that have been as, as as blessing to our generations and generations to come. If all you want to do for the rest of your life is chase after wealth, right, God can bless you, then you get the wealth. Is that wealth enough to sustain the next generation? Lives are in our hands. Lives are in what? In your hands, in my hands. 
Let's go to the book of Proverbs, chapter 13, verse 12. Proverbs 13, verse 12. If you are there, you can read for us. This version is that one. New King James Version. New King James. Can I get KJV? Proverbs 13, verse 12. Hope the fast maketh the heart sick. Okay. Because when desire cometh, it's the tree of life. That's not the way I want. I guess I'll take Proverbs 3, verse 12. being corrected we have always seen them as if we are not loved but the bible is saying here that what whom the father have loved he has done what he has chastised all these things are to our benefit Brethren, whatsoever you do on this earth, you are not doing favor to God. You are not doing it as if He is subjected to what you are doing. Something happened during the week. How many of us knew that? About um, that is a boy, uh, a devotion. Many of us would feel like. A general, a pastor, a man of God. I did that at the age of 42. And the Spirit of God ministered to me that what if this man has, has penned down some of the things he has meant to do for God and he felt like I still, I still have a long way to go, then he did not do that. What will have been the result at the end of the day? You see, today is for us. We don't have tomorrow. You only know today. You don't know what is coming tomorrow. Tomorrow is not ours to, de to, de to decide. All you know is, in fact, one minute to come is not for you. It's not your time. I know that created it. The Bible says, do not what? Do not postpone your salvation. For the time of salvation is what? Now. He knows what he's saying. What if your own tomorrow does not come? What if my own tomorrow does not come? Then after you leave, even if you leave at a very tender age, can people just check your life and they will feel like God will bless you for giving all this person? He has lived a remarkable life. He has lived a good life, even at that very tender age. None of us will die in Jesus' name. But I'm bringing us to the cautiousness of we don't have tomorrow to decide. Lastly, James chapter 4, from verse 13 to 15. James chapter 4, from verse 13 to 15. Do not boast about tomorrow. Come now. Come now. You will say. Setting that foundation for your generation to come is when? Now. 
that will rise from this place this morning and they will come in consciousness that when I leave, what would I be remembered for? There is a place in the Bible that talks that even after we, 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 we leave, our seed will still live. That is what you have planted, what you have set down. We be the one to, to germinate at a, as a day. Is it that life you want to enjoy in the world that has no profit? Is it that good clothes you want to wear that you have not wear before in this life? Is it that Rolex wristwatch that you are chasing all your life? Is it that Benz? Is it that, that biggest club ever that somebody else has never attended to that you want to be the first to step in? Esma, Esa, what you are doing now, you are determining if your generation will suffer or not. And the one thing I want you to come into consciousness is that when I'm talking about your generation, they are your seeds. At the end of the day, when your generation begins to come, can they give thanks to God and say, Thank God our father, our mother, they serve God all through their life. Or they will be the generation and they will be like, How oh, I wish God did not give me this man. Oh, how I wish God did not give me this, this, this mother. It's a pity that I will look at so many people's life. The way you, you dress, can you encourage your child to dress like that? You are a mother and you dress at the end of the day, all your body is outside. What if it's your own child that is doing it like that? Are you convenient with that? But sorry to say this, Whatever you are doing is what what you bring out with you exactly what they will do. If only they have opportunity to meet Christ. Let me tell you, aside from Omonikba Boto Ya our mother you used to see outside, those stars, they are a result of their mothers and fathers, they are only paraga onigo. Only those that meet Christ that their life have been transformed. So a lion can never give birth to a to to a lamb. We know we know a lion to always be woo Very strong person. In fact, let me put it this way: lamb is still gentle. A lion can never give birth to a goat. The Bible says in my kingdom they are goats and they are what? They are sheep. Which are you? Your goat will always give birth to a goat, and your sheep will always give birth to sheep. Can we rise up this morning? The only way you can do this is by setting your praise on him alone. I don't want to motivate anybody to pray this morning. But if the Spirit of God Himself has ministered to you, can you just pray this morning that Lord return me to your shape this morning? I'll keep chasing after you. I'll keep following you till I look more like you. I'll keep chasing after you. I'll keep chasing after you. Christ alone. I don't want to 
for us to come into the remembrance of the death and resurrection of Christ. But before you take this this morning, are you the type that you have been nailing it to cross all the days of your life? Are you the type that you are still making him weep in heaven? Are you the type that are still making him intercede on our behalf for God to wait? What a sorrowful and shameful death this man came to this world to die for us. Then yet we are not acknowledging it. The Bible says, why we are yet sinner, why we are still in our mud, why we are still in our death, he died for us. But as a result of what we want to do this morning is reconnecting us back to our Father. This communion is standing to give us strength again this morning. Just bow down your heads this morning and say, Holy Spirit, help me. The Bible says, Anyone that will take part of my body and flesh and my and my blood, you should make sure you, you reconsider your ways so you will not take this unto condemnation. Help me, Holy Spirit. I let it go this morning without holding nothing. Forgive me of my trespasses. Let your mercy make me worthy this morning. To be partaker of your flesh and blood. Let it bring to me strength. Let it bring to me life. Are we praying this morning? Verse 23. First Corinthians 11, verse 23. First Corinthians, you are with your Bible, you can open it. He said, For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you. That the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he has he was betrayed, took bread. The next verse. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it. This is my body which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of who? And who is the me? Jesus Christ. The next verse. And he said, After the same manner also he took the cup when he had sucked, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as ye drink it in remembrance of who? Of me. Please, the flesh and the blood of Jesus Christ we are about to take this is not a religious pattern of just eating and drinking there is more to this this is not a culture but this is what Christ himself has instructed us to do in remembrance of him and as you are taking this, you must live in the consciousness that you are not going back there to live the same life you are living. Please go to the next verse. I need to clear us on something. Verse 27, sir. And he said, Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord, unworthily shall be guilty of the blood and words and the body of the Lord. Can we just stretch our hands for us towards this and pray on it? The Holy Spirit, and I'm about to take your flesh and the body this morning. Let it strengthen me. Let it keep in me the Spirit of Christ. Let it heal me of my infirmities. Let it bring restoration to my life this morning. I don't want to take this to condemnation. But help me, Holy Spirit. As the usher will be leading us from the back. You can keep 
pray before you come forward. And I knew.